Hello guys and welcome back to this week's podcast. Uh, I'm Jake Andrews, part of the Sports Central podcast. If you joined in last week, you'd know that we started to talk about futsal and in particular the National Futsal Series and the most recent results and standings of all the leagues. You know, we spoke about what teams played well, what teams didn't play as well, who we thought could have done better and who our player of the week was as well as all of our favourite goals. This week, however, I am on my own and I will be talking to you about futsal officials. There will be two games that I have already watched and that we will talk about. The first is England versus Wales and the second is England versus Scotland. Both of these games are a part of the Four Nation tournament that recently held place at St George's Park. Within these games, I observed the officials and I I assessed each of their performances by talking about three strengths and three weaknesses. With all this being said, let's get started on today's episode. I will do this by talking about the first game, which was England versus Wales. The first strength I have to name is in the 19th minute and 43rd second, where the, a kick-in was given by the official. He used very good hand signals uh, to demonstrate this. Uh, as well as this, the ball went away, so he, for him not to forget where the player should put the ball, he put his foot down. Uh, this was a good initiative shown by him, in my opinion, as it as it shows them where they need to place it. As well as this, during this time, he pushed the players back so they were five metres away from the ball uh, and they weren't any closer, so he was showing a good knowledge and understanding of the rules. Uh, When the player then put the ball down, he began his full second count and watched them to see if they put their feet on the court. The second strength is at 19.42, where he gave a goal clearance following a shot from this kick-in. He used the correct hand signal, and the ball then again rolled away from the area. So the goalkeeper ran off to get it, at which point the timekeeper was very accurate as well by stopping the clock, as that is what you do. Uh, if In case you didn't know, if the ball goes off the court or there is a stoppage in game, you have to stop the clock. So he waited for the goalkeeper to enter the area, where he then began his full second count, uh, and when he threw the ball out, the timekeeper restarted the clock. In futsal, uh, the ball must leave the area uh, so a player couldn't receive the ball from the goalkeeper within the area and then it cannot go back to him unless it has gone over the halfway line and then they can pass it back or the goalkeeper has proceeded past the halfway line. If a goalkeeper takes more than four seconds to throw the ball out, then it will be an indirect free kick to the other team in line with where he held the ball on the edge of the box. The third strength of the referee was when he gave a free kick. It was a free kick in my opinion, but not just this, he used a clear loud blow of the whistle to stop the game, to grab everyone's attention and use the correct hand signal so everybody understood what decision he had made. He came onto the court proving that again he was the arbiter, he was taking complete control of the situation. Um, he used, he used all of his uh, knowledge of the rules to make sure the players were again five meters back. The ball was stationary in the right position, uh, and when he was happy that everything was correct, he then proceeded to walk off the court, raised his arm, blew his whistle again, and began his full second count. 
However, I will now be talking about his weaknesses. The first weakness coming on 17 minutes and 14 seconds. He gave a free kick against Wales, uh, which they then complained against, asking why. However, in this situation, he just completely ignored them. He didn't answer them, didn't talk to them, didn't explain his decision. Now, the reason why this is a weakness is because in futsal, you should try and maintain relationships as an official with the coaches and players. This is just so that, you know, respect can work two ways. However, with him failing to talk to them, this isn't going to help him maintain a relationship as they could there be sort of coming at him with less respect or get really agitated or angered by his decision. Whereas if he just kindly explained his decision, then the situation would be resolved. His second weakness was at 1849 where a slide tackle was made. Now, if you saw it, you'd probably disagree with me if you didn't understand the rules of futsal. However, in futsal, according to the law 12, slide tackles are not permitted. Now, whilst the England player did win the ball cleanly, slide tackles, whether you win the ball or not, are not permitted. However, the official gave it, allowed it, and the ball went out for a Wales corner kick. So this could show a poor demonstration of his knowledge of the rules. The third weakness is at 16.22, where substitutions were made by the England team. Where they did a full team swap, so four on, four off. However, he was counting the goalkeeper and his four seconds. So he had his back completely to the, to the substitutes. So if a substitute was made incorrectly, he wouldn't be able to see. And the official on the far side of the court also wouldn't be able to see as he's not there and he can't see the line and where they cross so this again was a weakness as he needs to make sure that he's watching what they're doing for me the reason why this is a problem is because if wales were to see they made an incorrect substitution and he didn't give it for wales they would then feel like they might be able to break the rules or be a bit more lenient with it so if he then called wales up on it Wales could look at him and go well you didn't give it for England so for me if I was the official I would be sort of having a step back so I can see where they are doing the substitutions how they're doing it making sure it's correct while also being able to give a correct count for the slide tackle it's quite simple if somebody makes a slide tackle as an official you should know the rules so you should just call it for a free kick there and then and then also, the reason why maintaining relationships is quite poor is because, like I say, if you don't maintain a relationship with one team or with you know certain players or managers, then you can lose that respect. So I always like to say, if you're an official, the right thing to do at the start of the game is to go up to them, introduce yourself, start on good terms. However, if you then lose that throughout the game, then you can lose their respect to you, which then makes it a bit more of an ugly niggly sort of game moving on though I will talk about the England versus Scotland game where again I will, I analysed an official and I will now give three strengths and three weaknesses the first strength is at 1926 where again he gave in a kick in used the correct hand signal but not only this the player was asking him where the ball should be placed as he didn't know the referee again was showing that he had a good communication skills 
as he explained to him where and then step back uh, and then this also helps maintain relationships because he's showing good communication and showing the player that he's willing to communicate and work with him not against him uh, after this he then took a step back and began the four second count making sure the player's feet didn't go on the court the second strength is at 1824 now in this period nothing really happened but there was a lot of quick fast end-to-end transitions uh, both the officials kept up very well and they kept good positioning with each other in futsal there are two officials and they are supposed to be sort of in a diagonal line to each other this is just so that they can see both ends of the court because if you imagine if they're both in the same side of the court they're both looking at the same thing and they're both oblivious to what's going on at the other end so they kept that diagonal line they didn't lose it they kept a very good eye on the game and they were in full control showing again they were both being in an arbiter um, and they were able to see everything that was going on and keep up with play whilst there was a lot of quick, fast, end-to-end transitions. My third strength is at 17.59, where Scotland had a breakaway. Uh, an England player tried to commit a foul. He did commit a foul, however, the Scottish player carried on going at speed, so both officials showed good understanding of the rules, uh, and they both used the advantage hand signal to allow play to carry on which was the right thing to do Scotland then ran forward had a shot the goalkeeper made a good save and it went out for a kick in the official then gave the right hand signal showed good communications to the player and then blew his whistle nice and loud to show the players to stop what they were doing to put a stop to the game for a second entered the court as he should have done to then inform the scorekeeper that an accumulated foul should be given against England for the previous foul I will now be talking about their weaknesses. The first weakness was at 1920. Scotland were under a bit of pressure from England and a Scottish player booted the ball up in the air and it made a contact with the ceiling. Now, after this happens, what you should do as an official is give a kick in, which he did. However, the problem with it was he should have blown his whistle and put an immediate stop to the game as that is the law. Uh, he didn't do this however and that is a problem because luckily for him this time the ball bounced outside of the court so players weren't continuing however if it hits the ceiling and bounces on the court and he doesn't blow his whistle some players might just think to carry on which obviously you're not allowed to so just by him giving a hand signal in this scenario if it lands on the court it wouldn't be good enough so he needs to make sure he blows his whistle completely puts a stop gets everybody's attention understand what's going on and then carry on from there so he got away with it this time however if it was to land on the court another time he might not get away with it and then this is where again by sort of not understanding the knowledge of the sort of sport and the rules it can then affect relationships as it can frustrate other teams his second weakness was at 1754 this is where an england player was making a substitution however the sub came onto the court before the player was officially off it however a bit similar to a previous one i mentioned the referee had his back to this so he wasn't quite aware of what was going on so again luckily nobody saw it but if he if someone did say from the scottish point of view and they saw him do this and let them get away with it 
then that can cause a bit of frustration if it doesn't go both ways. So that whenever a substitution is being made, an official should always make sure they are watching to make sure the substitute is correct. The third weakness is at 15.46. This is when a couple England substitutions were walking back in front of the bench alongside the pitch. Uh, the rule is that all substitutes should be sat down or if they need to stand up to have a warm-up or stretch, they should do this behind the substitute bench. This is because if they do it in front of the bench, right next to the court, they can get in the way of the officials and this can lead to injuries or any other sort of simple problems like this. So they need to make sure then that the official lets them know you need to be sat down before they get to this point because there was almost a collision with the referee running past him but luckily they managed to move out of the way but they need to make sure that they inform substitutes to always always be sat down uh, this like I say is so that there are no injuries um, for either the referee or for the player on the bench and it, it just makes the game a lot easier um, the wrong sub, again, like I say, it can affect relationships and also, at that point, England had an extra player on the court. Now, whilst it didn't make a difference, the rule is they must come off before they go on, so there's always four players, four outfield players on the court. Uh, so, like I say, if Scotland see this, they might think that the official is being quite lenient, so if he's stricter on Scotland, then this can cause a bit of aggravation. As well as this, I've always I've already explained if it hits the ceiling and carries on, then uh, the players might just carry on with the ball on the court, uh, and then this can lead to a few arguments and a few conflicts. Whereas if he just blows his whistle straight away, gives the right decision, then this nullifies any conflict and it can run smoothly. So that concludes this week's episode of the Sports Central podcast. Thank you for listening again, guys. As always, it is much appreciated. Please let me know what your opinions are on today's show and I shall see you next week. Cheers.